Good morning, all. <clears throat> it's 20 minutes past seven here in the UK. It's a little grey, but um, pleasant enough. A bit chilly. And Banky is out in front of me with his tongue hanging out. And Banky has a natural appreciation of life. He doesn't feel like life is happening to him. There's just life. He doesn't think about life. He doesn't have to try to appreciate it or be grateful. He doesn't have those words. There's just what is. There's just the enjoyment of life. <clears throat> and he doesn't try to prove himself right or wrong. Now, how often would we rather be right than happy? Banky doesn't have to be right. <laughs> it doesn't have to be wrong. It doesn't take it all personally. It doesn't try to convince me of his opinion. You know, how often when we, you know, we find ourselves wanting to be right. And that's not enough sometimes, is it? We want others to say that we're right. And sometimes that's not enough. We want... <laughs> we want to convince others to think similar to us. And this is a, when this happens, there's a contraction into a, a very self-centered way of being and it's unhappiness. There's no joy in it. Yeah. You know, and who doesn't want a life of joy and wonder? You know, I was reminded of a, a story about um, a farmer and um, his son goes out and comes back, finds a horse and brings the horse back. And with it, come the following day, comes a pack of wild horses. And the neighbours say to the farmer, oh, that's fortunate, all those horses. And he just says, hmm, maybe, maybe so. The next day, his son goes out on a horse and falls and breaks his leg. And the neighbours say to him, Oh, how unfortunate. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's a really bad thing. And the farmer says, mm, maybe, maybe so. The next day comes around and the, the military come and, you know, taking young men into the, into the army and they say his son's broken his leg, so he can't go. And the neighbours come and say, oh, how fortunate. He couldn't, he couldn't um, be getting conscripted. How lovely. And then family says, maybe so. I think it's a lovely story. It illustrates just how we can begin to hold and not attach to um, the contents of the moment. Well, because we don't know what's going to come out of something. Thank you. Come on, darling. We don't know the consequences of something. So can we hold what happens more lightly? Or... Even better, can we just be aware of how we're holding something, we're identified with it? Yes, this is good. That's bad. You know, notice the body, it, it contracts. And then we close down to the beauty of the world, to other people. This is, this is good. That's bad. I'm right. That's wrong. Can we be more farmer-like? Be more banky-like? We, we don't know the outcome. 
yeah, we do what's necessary. If you've got a leaky roof or whatever, you know, you obviously we do, you know, you common sense things. But it's that emotional <clears throat> that creates so much of our well stress and distress. So be more farmer like. So how about practicing? Maybe so. <laughs> Just see what it's like. Just try it. You know, in, in Zen say uh, you know unknowing. Don't know is a place of strength. It's it's a place of wisdom. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to come of this. Okay. And remember the um on Saturday there's a free meditation. I'll put the um I'll send in, in the link again. It's 10 a.m. UK time, just for 30 minutes. Come along. Bye bye.